0: now
1: tuned in Listen up. to Talk-ish
0: Radio. Oh. Talk that ish. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn Spindles, and you're now tuned in to Talk-Yo-ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. It is Wednesday, July 21st. I hope you guys had a great day. I hope you guys had a great beginning of the work week. I hope you had your manifestations and your affirmations affirmations in the name of Jesus Brooke. <laughs> affirmations! Sorry y'all, I'm I'm getting a little tongue-tied too early in the show, okay? But I hope you guys did have a great day. It's a lot going on in the news today and originally I had a different topic for the show um, but something came across my screen uh, a little while ago. No, I won't say a little while, a couple of hours ago and it kind of just behooved me and I have not been able to really get this thought process out of my brain. I haven't been able to really stop thinking about this because to me, it's just such the most saddest situation. But before we get into the topic of today, and basically the topic of today, guys, is called Was It Worth It? And when I get into the story, I hope you guys know, but if not, I'm going to give you a little bit information, background about the story. But this goes within saying in life, was it worth it? Was it worth it? But guys, before we get into the seriousness of today's show and all the BS that comes with it, y'all know how I have to do this. Every time I start, I got to give y'all that good first three minutes to get your juju going. So get your juice box, guys, get your snacks. Get you some tissue, cause we about to be drooling and possibly crying before the show is over. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all into the mix real quick. I got my guy DJ Hercules on the Ones and Twos in the building, the original DJ for Talk Yo-Ish Podcast and Talk Ish Radio. He's about to give y'all some one two bong. Let's get it, guys.
2: Here we go, y'all. It's DJ Hercules is 787. Man, we gonna start it off right. Let's go, Talkish Radio. Don't even think about calling me crazy. You know you beat that lady. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to Brooklyn's finest in the building. We see you. Let's go. Looked at you, you tried. Oh. Started off right. She was looking like she was hurt, like a memory had surfaced, and I got her face,
1: yeah. I'm kind of wondering myself, and you're really no hell. Tell so me how you two know each other so well.
2: Go. Stop, cause I'm thinking about you. You are baby. I
1: never wanted it to break up. No not this way. But you don't understand it, girl. When she touches me,
3: I'm wishing that they were your hands. We went on with her, it's only by
2: This. Let's smooth it out. Nice and smooth. Talk is radio. Let's go. Every day and night I pray. Love will swing you back this way. Life without you here with me. radio Brooklyn's
0: finest in the building i'm here let's go yo welcome back guys that was my guy dj hercules on the ones and twos yo i came in here with a chip on my shoulder but he definitely got me pumped up got my juju flowing and i'm feeling good even though this is not going to be the greatest topic we want to talk about today But it is what it is. This is what I do. I got to bring you that news. Sometimes it's going to be good news. Sometimes it's going to be bad news. But either way it goes, I'm going to give you some news. You might not always agree with my news, but either way, you're going to get the news. You're going to get the tea from me. Remember, I don't do messy, but I definitely do tea. So I'm not sure if you guys heard about the story with the 14-year-old girl um, bringing the young man into her house her 17 year old boyfriend and I'm, I'm I'm breathing heavy because it's a sad situation. So what I'm going to do real quick, guys, I'm going to give you a sneak preview um, of what the news is reporting about the incidents before we start actually talking about the story. Um, I'd rather them give you the true insight of the conversation before I start my conversation. Okay, guys. So here we go.
2: A teenager in the hospital this evening awaiting a murder charge after a shootout at this home. Good evening. Police say the boy snuck into his girlfriend's home, got caught, and then shot and killed her father.
3: The teen was injured in an exchange of gunfire. Best cast relief. i in the newsroom with new details tonight. The girl's father had tried to keep them apart many times before, but police say the teen murder suspect wouldn't stay away. FORBIDDEN YOUNG LOVE TAKING A DEADLY AND CRIMINAL TURN IN ZACHARY.
1: THE DAUGHTER HAD uh, had A BOYFRIEND OVER AND THE
3: FATHER CAME HOME AND uh, THERE WAS AN ALTERCATION. A DOUBLE SHOOTING IN THIS QUIET NEIGHBORHOOD. MONDAY, POLICE REVEALING NEW INFORMATION. 17-YEAR-OLD NICHOLAS MCQUARTER GOING TO SEE HIS GIRLFRIEND.
1: THE uh, SUSPECT had uh, GOT A LADDER, GOT INTO THE SECOND uh, STORY WINDOW. TO SEE THE uh, HOMEOWNER, uh, DESMOND HAMILTON'S uh, 14-YEAR-OLD DAUGHTER.
3: SOMETHING THAT WAS FORBIDDEN BY THE 14-YEAR-OLD'S FATHER, DESMOND HAMILTON.
1: OTHER INSTANCE, I'M LEARNING THAT WHEN THEY LIVED uh, AT A PRIOR PLACE, AN APARTMENT COMPLEX, THEY USED A the LADDER TO GET IN THERE. SO THIS HAS BEEN a going on ONGOING ISSUE. Uh, AND THAT, uh, YOU KNOW, THEY was HOPING TO STOP IT, BUT uh, IT CONTINUED. WHEN HAMILTON
3: REALIZED WHAT WAS HAPPENING, HE TOOK ACTION.
1: Uh, DESMOND BROUGHT HIM DOWNSTAIRS AND BEGAN TALKING TO HIM. An argument ensued. Uh, they began getting onto the 14 year old. As they were getting on the 14 year old, shots were fired.
0: <sighs> guys, I am so sad. So, the topic today, guys, for the show is was it worth it? Okay. So, when I say was it worth it, we're going to talk about this situation first. So this story can go a multitude of different directions, okay? So let's just play out how the news and the media is bringing it directly to us. This 17-year-old boy is dealing with a a 14-year-old child. Um, This has been an ongoing situation. And in the past, when they lived in an apartment complex, he has brought a ladder. So he's used to getting on ladders, clearly. Clearly. But this particular night or day, however what time of day it was, he got a ladder, went up to the second story of the house, got in, father found him, tried to take him downstairs and have a conversation, but in the same breath disciplining his 14-year-old child, and then shots rang out. This is what the media is bringing to us. But they're not giving us exactly what happened because, again, the only people that know this true story – is the young man, the 14-year-old daughter, and the 34-year-old man that is currently now deceased. Those are the only three. So the only two people that can speak right now is the 14-year-old and the 17-year-old that's on trial, arrested now, awaiting murder charges, okay? So the way I figure out this situation could have played out possibly differently, first things is first. Men, I love my men. I love my brothers Black, white, Chinese, it doesn't matter. Men, you're just awesome individuals, unless you ain't racist. Um, but men have a pride and an ego thing. And I'm assuming, and I'm, I'm just putting myself in this man's mind frame at that moment, when he's looking at this 17-year-old boy that he's had to encounter on multitude times, how fucking dare you? How dare you? I'd have been going through this with you for how many times? Now, this father is protecting his daughter because his daughter's 14. This young man is 17. Even though it's only a three-year age difference, a lot can transpire in three years, especially with young boys. So he's trying to protect his daughter to not make mistakes that she should make at 14, right? Now, as a man, I'm sure... He went into a rage. He went into a pride mode. He went into how dare you mode. And that's how possibly the argument could have escalated. Now, if I was to be a fly on the wall, how I would have portrayed the story to happen is one of two ways. When they got to talking and he went to discipline his daughter, then the boyfriend might have felt some type of way about how he was approaching his daughter, which is his supposedly 17-year-old girlfriend and this is my thing do i possibly consider this to be premeditated in a way i do because it would be different if the young man would have shot him once he came in there purposely with a gun now i don't know if he carry a gun on a regular or not because again we don't know the whole story but he came in the house with a gun he didn't shoot this father one time he shot him multiple times as if he was angry as if he had a vendetta That's when they say when people shoot you or stab you multiple times, it's beyond the point of this was an accident. Oh, my God, this is a mistake. I shouldn't have did this. They meant to do this, and they want you gone. Now, on the flip side, how this could have possibly really went is the daughter and the father may have had an estranged relationship. It may have been going on for years, and she might have felt some type of way towards her father. And this young man, which is her so-called boyfriend, may in her eyes she may have felt that this boy loved her more than her father did because that age right there is a real rigid age between the ages of 14 and 18 girls are out they damn mind trust me i got a 21 about to be 22 year old or thank god she's calmed down a lot but i remember those days where she thought her friends in the streets loved her more than me She turned to her friends and, oh, my friends this and my friends that. I'm like, well, tell your goddamn friends to take care of your ass because I'm about sick and tired of you. But they think that the streets and the friends love them more than the mom or the dad. Now, for all we know, conversation, and again, I'm just making up a story out of my head how I perceived this to possibly be. She could have been like, my dad's getting on my nerves. You know what? Don't even worry about it. Just come through. I'm going to sneak you in the house. It could have went that way, or they could have planned this. He could have been like, you know what, I could could take care of it. Your dad getting on your nerves. She was like, yeah, you know what, he getting on my nerves. And this could have been a premeditated situation. He could have came in there with the intent to get caught, knowing that this might go left and take his shoot for shot. But see, this is how the outcome comes in. It's all kicks and giggles and and laughs and jokes when you're talking about it till you see your father that has protected you, that has loved you, that has sacrificed for you to put a roof over you and your sibling's head now laying in front of you dead. And your boyfriend got the smoking gun. Now, I saw a similar story with two Caucasian kids and the story went, that the girl's father did not like the boyfriend. So the boyfriend and the girlfriend concocted up a story and decided to kill the father. Not only did they kill the father, not only did they con- conspir- do a, a, a conspiracy thought process of putting a whole storyline together to killing the father, they found a the father in the boyfriend's garage. And the kids were on Instagram or social media within hours after his death laughing and joking like we living our best life. Yeah, I love you. You love me. We love each other. And these kids, kids. Let me explain something to y'all. I don't know if you understand that this generation is different. These kids don't have a care in the world. And I hate to say us as parents and as adults, the sacrifices that we made for the children that we bred, we'll do anything for our kids. We will die for our kids to protect our children. But overall, these kids ain't afraid of us. Now, when I was growing up, hell, the neighbor could beat you, the upstairs person could beat you, the person down the block, if you acting retarded, knew your mom and your daddy could beat you on the way home from school. It was a whole community assessment, okay? The whole community could whoop that ass. But now, the laws have made it where you can't touch a child. They have the rights to call 911. Now, I've been in an incident with my daughter. On her graduation day, it went from zero to 1,000 in a matter of a second. And my daughter got disrespectful out of her mouth, told me what she was going to do to me and my mother. And before I knew it, I was on top of the couch trying to break this girl's neck. Needless to say, the police came. Needless to say, I changed my locks. And needless to say, she was at my house for four months. Because you will not disrespect me. My daughter will never stand there and take her. She won't fight me, like, head on. Like, I'm going to throw it with my mom. No, because she know if I catch you, she'll run around the car 20 times. She's like, oh, no, because if she catch me, she's going to kill me. I'm going to kill you. I brought you in this world. Hear me when I say, I will take you out. I will go to jail for the rest of my life to hurt you before I let you hurt me. Your brother, your sister, or your grandmother. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But now, this 14-year-old girl's life has changed forever. This 17-year-old boy's life has changed forever. Now, I don't know what type of fairyland story they may have concocted in their head that they was going to go off into the sunset and live happily ever after, but clearly they realized that that switched up real fast, real quick. Now, this 14-year-old girl has to walk around for the rest of her life with guilt that her father, her protector, her provider, is dead due to a decision that she made by allowing a young man to come into her house that she claimed she might have supposedly loved. Who knows? Now, this little boy is facing murder. The little girl got to look at her brothers and sisters. They got to look at their sister and be like, how can we look you in your face and love you, what you did to our father? The family got to look at this girl. The world is going to look at this girl. It won't be easy for her to transition back to school because people are going to look at her like, wow, you got your father murdered? Like, was it that serious? Like, it couldn't have been. Like, unless he was abused. Look, like I said, three people in that room, three stories. Now it's down to two stories. Her story on the outside, his story on the inside. Now, if for any reason the police cease their phones, view their texts, and this looked like this was premeditated, oh, she going to jail with him. She going to jail with him. That's accessory to murder. You ain't got to do the crime to do the time, boo. <laughs> he damn sure don't. This is why I tell my daughter all the time, watch who you hang with because whatever they do can affect your life in a matter of a second. You could sit in the backseat of a car. They could say, we're going to run in the store and get something. You want something to drink? Okay, no, cool, I'm chilling. You on your cell phone, just looking through social media, and all of a sudden, they come walking out the store or or quietly and pull off, and then two seconds later, police pull you over, and your friends then shot up the people in the store. Now you accessory to murder, because you know what the police are going to say to you? There's no way you didn't know they wasn't going in the store to rob the store. And you honestly may not have a clue. Like, I had no idea. I'm in the back seat. They asked me did I want something from the store. I said no. They went in the store. They came out like nothing happened, and we drove off. But in a real reality world, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. And unfortunately, the way the rules and the regulation works, that you will be now considered a accessory to a crime. And again, you don't have to pull the trigger to go to jail. You just got to be there. So depending on what happens in the next few days, depending on what they see on their cell phones will determine if this was considered premeditated an accident or an act of anger. But for the father to be shot multiple times, yeah, I don't really think that this was a form of anger. Like it's one thing to shoot somebody one time. But We don't know exactly how many times he was shot, but they said he was shot multiple times, and multiple times is more than three. So you shot and kept shooting like you was trying to make sure he was dead, dead, not play dead, dead, dead. So my question to you guys is, was it worth it? To that 14-year-old girl, was it worth it? To that 17-year-old young man, was it worth it? Because now, no matter what, you're never going to see each other again. That's never going to happen. I don't know what state they're in, so I don't know what the charges carry as far as murder and how much time this little boy is looking at. And consider, if it is premeditated, oh, it's even going to carry another charge. <laughs> First of all, you would a minor. That's one. Two... You can't consider it burglary because she snuck you in the house you had a gun which is illegal and then you shot and murdered her father in front of her so yeah that's about four charges for me I don't know what they're gonna cock up after that part, those other charges but trust and believe I don't know if this young man, what color he is. They haven't showed a picture of him. Of course, they won't because he is 17 years old. So they have to protect his identity because he's a minor um, and her as well. But I'm sure you could Google him. His mug shot pop up <laughs> eventually. Um, but I don't know what state they're in currently. But it's a sad situation. And this is why I say, was it worth it? Now, in life, we make a lot of decisions, some good, some bad. And some of the decisions you have to sit back and look at it like, was it really worth it? If an ending to that story happens, or a friendship ends, or you lose money, or you lose a job, or you could say to yourself, was it worth it? You know what I'm saying? People get emotional and they respond and react off of emotions, which is the most dangerous thing I have as well. But I've learned as i gotten older to not respond with emotions. Emotions can change your life in one second. One second. When I first got robbed a few years ago and I was in a, an abusive relationship and was physically harmed, I started carrying a gun, a Glock, 9 millimeter. I ain't no joke. Try me if you want to. (laughs) I go to the gun range three days a week. I don't do it as much now due to COVID, but prior to COVID, I was going. Um, So I'm very, very handy with the gun. And because, if you know me, pink is my color because I do support and celebrate the whole cancer movement. My husband died of cancer. Um, I'm dealing with my family members with cancer. I'm a survivor of cancer. So I'm very big on cancer. So a lot of the things that I do surrounding myself will always be the color pink, no matter what, because I just support the cause. So my gun holster is pink, bright-ass pink, baby. You could see me coming a mile away. My brother used to be nervous for me. He's like, I'm afraid you're walking around with that gun holster. It's already bad enough you got a big-ass gun, like the guns that the cops carry. But you got a big pink holster, and we, I get the cause, but... I'm afraid that somebody's gonna try you. And at first I was like, well, let them see if I'm gonna miss a hit. I mean, you can only try. But as time went on, I started thinking about what he said. And I would watch people's emotions and their looks on their faces when they saw me walk in with this big gun on my hip. And then one day a, a guy asked me, That's a big gun. You can't do that gun? And my response was emotionally. I don't know. You wanna see? I'm either gonna miss or hit. And he looked at me with the what? But see, that could have been taken out of content. He could have meet me out, he could have met me outside. You know what I'm saying? And it would have went down. So then I had to think about what my brother said. Now I have a license to carry. And when you have a license to carry, the state of Georgia is a gun toting state. So we are allowed to have a gun without a license as long as not in a district or an area where it tells you or a sign on someone's business store tells you you're not allowed to bring in guns. So you can't be within a certain amount of feet within a school or a church um, and certain stores as well. So I got a license to carry now to conceal my carry weapon. So in other words, when you get the license, it allows you to conceal it where no one can see it. So they won't even see it coming. In the state of Georgia, you don't have to have a license to carry it, but it has to be open where we all can see it. Now, they want you to ride with, I think, the clip in the the glove compartment or in the trunk, something like that, I I remember. Um, And that's the law. Now, by law in the state of Georgia, they can't ask you, if if they pull up on you and pull you over and they see your gun on your Passenger seat. Legally, they can't ask you, do you have a license to carry? Because the state of Georgia doesn't require that. But they can. If you have it visible nine times out of 10, you have a license to carry. (laughs) But if you don't, then you're probably hiding it. And that's the problem when it's concealed and you don't have a license to conceal. So if an officer sees you in a store and he sees the imprint of a gun, Under your shirt, he has the right to ask you, do you have a license to conceal if he feels suspect? And if for any reason you don't, that becomes a problem for you. Now, in the state of Georgia or anywhere else, once you are considered a license license to carry, when they run your driver's license, your license comes up to carry a gun so they automatically know you are licensed to carry a gun so they know one of two things you probably got the gun in the car but it's somewhere on you but they don't ask because they automatically can see that you have when your dmv license go through that system and they go and your full name and all your information come up it will also come up that you are licensed to carry so my question to everybody out there is was it worth it? The things that you've done in your life, the past, there's people that are in jail. There's people that have gotten shot that I've talked to and tell me it wasn't worth it, Brooke. If I could just go back to that minute, I would have changed my mind. But again, all it takes is a one second, not a minute, not 10 seconds, not five seconds, not three seconds, one second for your life to change. One second for you to be in an emotion and pull a trigger and you kill somebody. And understand this attempted murder carries more of a charge than murder because it's almost like, yeah, I was trying to kill you, but I missed. So you're going to do more time for attempted murder than you will do for murder. See, life is funny. You got to pick and choose your battles. And that's what comes with maturity. This a younger generation. Y'all are very hot-headed. Y'all think y'all know everything. Y'all swear can't nobody tell you nothing. It's all about how you feel. Fuck how I feel. Not that I ain't grown and I ain't been through some shit. And I'm just trying to prevent you from not going through the shit that I've been through. No, don't listen to me. Listen to your friends that are your age and younger that ain't been through shit. But they gonna tell you, bro. Bro, you gonna go out like that, bro? You gonna let him try you like that, bro? Now you finna go home, go through your parents' stuff because you know one of them got a gun, find the gun, take the gun to school, and shoot somebody. All to bang on your chest, to prove your pride. And now 17 years old, you are going to jail. To jail jail. Not baby jail. Not juvie jail. You're going to jail jail. Now, if they catch her on premeditated charges, she'll go to juvie because she didn't, she didn't pull the trigger. She will go to juvie until she's 18. or well, I think depending on certain states, it is 17 or 16. Um, and then she'll go to adult prison. Now, her term may not be as long as his term is, but she's going to do some time if it was premeditated. But my whole thing is there's not enough love in the world from me to any man to make me convince him to kill my father. Now, if my father was abusive to me, if he was a mental person towards me, then this should have been noted prior to this. Police should have been involved. D-facts should have been involved. Child services should have been involved. But overall we don't know what relationship this man and his daughter had prior to the situation. We don't know how she may have felt about her father. A lot of young girls tend to turn to the streets and to boys to find love from the parent that they're not getting it from. Trust and believe I grew up without my real father. And I, for a very long time, I had a stepfather, but for a very long time, I was so hurt. I was confused. Things about me I didn't understand, and I wanted to know. And I remember my mother telling me one day, she says, look, sometimes God remove a person from your life for a reason. Everybody's not meant to be a parent. I didn't understand it at the time. I was like, I don't care. I just want to meet my father. And when I turned 30, my father found me. Now, I was told for the first 13 I was told when I was about 11, 12 years old that my father passed away. And then when I was about 25, maybe 26, my mother came to me one day crying and broke down. I'm thinking something happened. She died. She had heard that my father was alive. And I'm like, the hell do you think I care? The nigga ain't been in my life. I can't miss him if I ain't never met him. I didn't care. And then when I turned 30 on my birthday, my mother called me. She said, I hate to disturb you on your 30th birthday, but... Your father wants to meet you. I'm like, who? She said, you? I said, me? Why now? She says, I don't know, but he wants to meet you. And I attempted to have a relationship with my father, but it didn't end well. I couldn't build a bond, and it just didn't work out. I didn't understand how he had seven kids and was in all his children's lives but me. And the crazy part is out of those seven kids, five of his children have passed away and it's just me and my sister isn't that ironic Hmm. I said just my luck God you're gonna let me my my sister's older than me she's in her 60s so pray that it never happens but if she does pass before me I'm gonna be stuck raising and taking care of this man man that never raised me man was never in my life man that I don't even have a relationship with at all so again Guys, the decisions that you make when you walk away from your children, the decisions that you make when you rob that bank, ladies, the decision that you made when you told that man that that was his baby, ladies, the decisions that you made when you set that guy up to get robbed, was it worth it? Was it really worth it? Today, guys, wasn't a topic show that I wanted to do this about. I really wanted to talk about something completely different. But unfortunately, this happened. And this was heavy on my heart. This is a child. These are children that we're speaking of. And it just hurt my heart. So I I just couldn't just walk away from the conversation. But I want y'all to think about that. And I want you to think about the things that you do in your life and ask yourself, was it worth it? Okay? Okay. So, guys, we're going to take a break. I know I've been talking real heated, but uh, we got DJ Hercules waiting for me. He want to get to the ones and twos, and we we going to get to some music. So, guys, real quick, they're talking about another versus battle, but this versus battle is they're talking Little Kim and Foxy Brown. Hasn't been finalized yet, but that has been a topic of conversation. I want to know, how do you feel? I grew up with a of Foxy and Little Kim. I love them both. I think they both got bars. I think they both for my era, for my era, God, before somebody come for me. Like, bro, they don't have bars for my era. They did. I don't really have to pick one over the other because I love them both as artists. So what I think we need to do is we go ahead and play a mix, and I'm gonna let y'all choose. All right, you tell me who you like better, Little Kim or Foxy Brown. I'm team both, so I, I, I ain't got no legends. To nobody. I love them both. I grew up off their music, and I swear it's like, it's the shit for me. So I hope it's the shit for you. I got DJ Hercules on the ones and twos, and he about to start this mix. Let's get to it.
2: Alright, Charles, DJ Hercules is getting something nice. Let's go. A little Kim Foxy Brown mix. Let's go. Why not? It's the 787 Man. Talk Kiss Radio, we here! Always coming on strong.
1: Uh, 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 uh. If Peter Piper pecked him, I bet you think he bust him. He probably tried to fuck him. I told him not to trust him. Lyrically, I dust him. Off like Fletch. Hit hard like slash Hammers, bitch with that platinum grammar. I am a diamond cluster hustler queen bitch supreme bitch kill a nigga for my nigga by any means bitch murder scene bitch clean bitch Disease-free, bitch, check it. I write a rhyme, melt in your mouth like in and limbs Roll with the mafia. Remember them? Tell them when I used to mess with your bitch. Straight up, apostles. Now strictly niggas that jostle. Kill a nigga for the figure. How you figure? Your cheddar would be better. Brevetta inside the brevetta. Nobody do it better. Bet I wet you like hurricanes and typhoons. Got buffoons in my pussy while I watch cartoons. To move, rap, hand, breath, hair, baby, drinkers beware. Mostly dope she wear. Frank kill niggas' wise for one point five. While you struggle and strive? We pick which bins to drop. The mafia, you want to be be 'em? Most of your niggas can't eat without the
2: I'm rich, I'm a state. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, this is how we're going to do it. Okay.
1: Hercules, Hercules.
2: East to West Coast spread love, son. And why you keep talking, wish we should count bank funds. I got no time for fake uh-huh, ones. Uh-huh. Just sit and crisis with these real uh-huh, ones. From uh-huh. east to west coast bread love, son. And why you keep talking, wish we count bank funds. I got no time for fake ones. Just six and with these real uh-huh, ones. Uh-huh. From east to west coast, spread <laughs> love, son. And why you keep talking, wish we should count bank funds. Let's go.
1: Uh, I'm Mama. Oh, the <laughs> We rock the product. Sometimes the Stick Sticky for your creamy and your riches. Zaja send Demi Moore, Prince Diane, and all them rich misses. Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer. I follow in the E class with the goggles. 96 model. Bad click on a stroll. Cruise control. Nothing make a woman feel better than Berethas and Amaretas. But the leathers and mad chethers. Chilling in the bins on my amigos. Trying to stick a brother for his pesos soul if his face soul so, then I'm the same ch- that you want to get with And lick me where it's hot gotta hit the spot It's not Don't test the pool Donnie, donnie
2: Donnie, donnie Hoka, 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 hoka Hoka, he's on a It's the 787 man DJ Hercules shutting the city down Always coming on strong Oh man, I like the way it's going down Let's talk his radio Let's go, Hercules in the set Let's go So clean
3: A&G with the spoiler kit, chrome from the back, phones front and back, Coco, blow, niggas wanting that. Out they see it, gold, mm-hmm, balling that. I heard you want to stop, Fox, tell me how, so I got that New York to the dirty South. Lord. Let me tell you where I grew up at. Sigmo, threw up at. flip, blew up at. Little fake thugs got their vests chewed up at. Brooklyn, beef, who want that? I grew up in a thorough sparrow. Big hat, Body rockin' DK Gap was the hook, first dude in the C-O-K-A-L-A was getting shipped out of East L.A. What's your When s**t's lives was tookin' Rich cats got knocked and their wives was tookin' Fort yeah. Green and Hemlock, the fifth been p***** yeah. We tried when they killed Lennox and popped them right B.K. the home of Biggie and J. We got Will Smith Chip, get jiggy all day mm-hmm. That boost in the city all day Hecklin' cots, crack spots, mm-hmm. federal watch, I'm blue up here? Sit mo do a pair. Yo, the feds, and that's two up here. And BK's in the hood, and that all blue and gray. Gorillas got ripped from stairwells and PA. Let me tell you where I grew up at. Sit more, do a pair. Here we this. go. Grew up at. Brooklyn, stand up. Got the best shoot up at. Brooklyn, who want that? Let me tell you where I grew up at. Sit Mo, do a bet. Look, me tell you where I grew up at. Sit more, do a pair. Let
1: Gotta keep the red chick j- close by. Here we go. Someone murdered see nobody heard it, just get at you, come through, shine and they yap you, and for a daylight, kidnap you, Let's get grabbed through, police stay on us like tattoos, chickens only grind cause we have to, money is up. York, put your lighters up. DC, keep putting your lighters up. Philadelphia, put your lighters up. Detroit, put your lighters up. down, keep putting them lighters up. No matter where you're from, put your lighters up. Let me give you a walkthrough, show you what to do and you don't do. Where's not safe to go to? The boys approach you. Better stay quick or you're close to. I thought you had the victory The one point game I fucked around and hit a three. Shh. Oh fucking that it. It's the fourth quarter You're pouring down sweat Raps MVP Don't you ever forget Since you came in this game Are there any regrets? Hey y'all Duke's a lane Don't let him back in What? You ain't heard He batted again Yo it's cold in the camp But I'm in it till it's over Notorious soldier Thought I told ya Niggas is pissing me off right now But like that dance I'ma shake off right now Hey, who's now? What's that? What's, move. And what's not Whatever, take I take your spot.
2: Your spot. i from move. your gonna do This shit I'm not gonna do it. Sexiness
0: your needs line. Line. on my mind. Come on.
2: I'm me. Shawty. Shawty. DJ that work, work, work it. DJ Hercules. Hercules. Work City Dan, always coming on strong Talk is radio, let's go Who else you know turned up like this? Shout out to Brooklyn's Finest, yes Now let me paint y'all a picture Fox pimp hard, just quiet like a whisper Don't
3: get it mixed up, bad little sister Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good Damn, I'm so hood. you should see me in them jeans It's hard to describe, it. being cocky's just a part of my vibe I might stop the holler and pop my collar Maybe a little conceited, but that's always needed Love attention when I'm passing by. See, I show a little cleavage, then catch his eye. And just the thought of a meeting, I was outside soaking. Duke standing low, yeah, mouth wide open. I walked over, licking my lips, and adjusting my ass and switching my hip. He threw his hand on my waist, looked at my face, and said he want to know how I taste. I taste just like
1: candy. So dance with me. I taste just like candy. So dance with me. No. Hot damn hole, here we go again. Light a rock, bitch. Hard as a cop, <laughs> shit not for blocks. Through hard tops in the parking lot Where my nigga rock like the spark a lot. My brook launched out. Speed for itself. Like a wrestler. Another notch under my belt. The embezzler. Chrome treasurer. The old competitor. I'm ten steps ahead of you I'm a leader. Y'all yeah, some following shit. Coming in this game on some modeling shit, modeling shit. Modeling shit. Modeling shit.
0: Modeling shit. Yo, welcome back, guys. Shouts out to DJ Hercules. That was a dedication to little Kim and Foxy Brown. Now, I'm really praying that they do make this versus battle because I would love to see them on the ones and twos. They were rivalries for so many years. I'm sure they squashed that beef. I think I heard they squashed that beef a long time ago. So it would just be good to see that era in one room repping and just making New York look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just miss that. I miss that whole feeling. Shouts out to Foxy Brown. Shouts out to Little Kim. Y'all can't be throwing shades at the ladies, okay? My girls, you can't show, show no shade at my ladies, cause they definitely bring and brought it back when we were doing it, and they still bringing it. Period. Like there ain't no if ands, or buts about it. Like I'm ready for some new music. I'm like, when, when, when we when we going to hear some new music, girls? I need something. I need it. I need it for my for my cataracts in my eyes and the deafness in my ears <laughs> to so the bullshit that I be listening to every day. I need some new music, girls. But shouts out to them. It was definitely a a blessing to have them played on my station today. So, guys, it's almost a time for me to say so long. Not saying goodbye. Not doing that. But I am saying so long. Just until Friday. All right? But before we go, I always have to give y'all my little two to three minutes of tea time with Brooke. Remember, I don't do messy, but I definitely do tea. So... Guys, I got some not so good news, but shouts out to on-site. They always give you the up-to-date conversation. I love going to them because they give me all the news, make my job a lot easier. So, guys, schools in Texas may no longer have to teach kids about the important U.S. events and figures, including women's suffrage, Native history, Martin Luther King Jr., after the Senate passed a bill that would eliminate the requirement from the curriculum senators would vote senators voted 18 to 4 in approval of the bill last week but it's not passed yet it will now move on to be voted on in the white house bloomberg laws say it will remove prominent historical movements from acquired teachings and prevent educators from speaking on current events without giving difference to any one perspective Senate Bill 3 will make certain that the critical race philosophies are removed from our school curriculum statewide. Parents want their students to learn how to think critically, not to be indoctrinated by the ridiculous leftist narrative that America and our Constitution are rooted in racism, said Lieutenant Governor Governor Dan Patrick. Ooh, did he just throw shade? Did he dish those shade, y'all? Oh, hell no. Let me tell you something. I wasn't good in history. I might have fell asleep in that class a few (laughs) times. So I don't know a a whole lot about my history. I ain't capping. I ain't going to be acting and faking because I don't do that. Remember, I give y'all yes or no with me. You don't get no gray area with me. But I do know this, that a lot of the things that we went through, and let me rephrase that again, my bad. I didn't go through it because I wasn't there. But a lot of things that our ancestors went through, this world was built on our backs. And they want to remove a part of history. They're making it look like it's just a chapter in a book. And and we're just going to take this chapter out. But that one chapter that they claim is part of history. So to remove that part, as far as, african-american history i mean african-american um native americans you would also have to remove christopher columbus remember that that guy remember that guy we would have to remove him too so we're going to remove that part and that part then remove that part as well i don't agree with this and from my understanding i read a little while earlier that they did finally pass the bill now this is just in in texas so far but who's to say this won't spread let me tell you something my politicians, my people of color, we have to stand grounded for this. This can't happen. This damn show sure ain't gonna happen in Atlanta. Trust and belief, it's not gonna, even though this is a all this is a good old boy state, it ain't gonna happen here. That's impossible. Well, let me not say that because it happened in Texas. But what I will say is we have to stand strong, people, because if they wanna remove the history of us and the Native Americans, then they need to remove Christopher Columbus. Because, hey, we built half this. We went to war for y'all. We did a lot. And I don't mean me, guys, we. I'm just saying our ancestors. A lot of things that our black people designed and created, they don't mention that. They don't want us to mention it. So now they want the races to believe that, oh, it's only about white people. White people did everything. No. Now, some people might say, well, Brooke, hey, They're taking the negativity out of the book so we don't have to talk about slavery. Hell no, we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. It has to be talked about. We need to teach this, especially this goddamn generation, as you can see, we got to teach them. We need to make them understand that the color of your skin doesn't change who you are as an individual. And if someone is to shun you off or make you feel inferior to them because of the color of your skin... You should stand 10 feet tall and make them understand who you are and where you come from. Never be ashamed of who you are and what you represent ever. I don't care who it is. I tell you all the time, guys, God knows who to put in my face. (laughs) He knows a Cameron and John can never come to me because I promise you we both going to go viral today. That girl that did did, did the whole fallout, the slow, faint fallout in Victoria's Secret. (sighs) And the police officer didn't want to school her out the mall, but had the tables been turned, I would have been a black woman. She would have been handcuffed through to the ground and dragged out the mall. See, all this this, this privilege stuff, that's the shit that irritates the hell out of me. Don't give them the benefit of a doubt, but then tell us that we can't. Don't tell us we can't, but tell them they can. Don't make an excuse for their reactions and how they're responding, but then tell us we're acting ignorant like animals. But if the tables was turned, that response would have been different. So to all my fellow colored people out there, and I'm calling y'all colored, (laughs) make sure you stand 10 toes tall. We cannot allow this bill to pass in your state, in my state, in no state. Right now, I think it has fully passed in Texas and they are removing that curriculum out of the school books. To me, that's just, that's crazy. That's removing history. But trust me, if it come to Georgia, you will see Brooklyn on the stairs of the political office, on the courthouse stairs, because I must say, if you're going to remove that, then you better remove Christopher Columbus too. Yeah, remove him too. He was part of history too. He got to go. If we got to go, he got to go. We all got to go then. We won't have no history then. How about that? Okay, period. We won't have no type of history. All right, guys, my tea time is over. I done got emotional. I promised myself I wouldn't do that, guys, okay? (laughs) All right, guys, so I got to say so long until Friday. Make sure you guys tune in to me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Download the iHeartRadio app. It is absolutely free. Type in Yo ish and you'll see my lovely cartoon character and my lovely lips. And make sure that you tune into my show. You can listen to the current shows and anything in the past. If you have any questions or concerns, make sure you hit me up on the gram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. And that is B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-S-F-I-N-E-S-T-347 at Tokyo-ish radio. And that is T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H radio and Tokyo-ish podcast. And that is T-A-L-K-Y-O-I-S-H-H-H podcast. Make sure you stay in tune with me if you have any questions or concerns or you just want to make a comment about today's show. Was it worth it? I definitely want to hear about it. We definitely want to hear about it. And you never know. Your comment might make it on my show. So, guys, until Friday, enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a great Thursday, and I will see you guys on Friday. Mwah.